Hey there, Margie Bryce here bringing you the Krabby Pastor Podcast. And I don't think you're going to be too surprised to know that it's too easy today to become the Krabby Pastor. Our time together will give you food for thought to help you be the ministry leader fully surrendered to God's purposes and living into whatever it takes to get you there and keep you there. So we're talking about sustainability in ministry. In this episode of the Krabby Pastor podcast, I am going to be talking burnout. Yes, burnout. In fact, uh, what we're going to do with this episode is I'm going to go through a burnout self-test and you could essentially listen and rate and rank yourself, but I'm also going to put a PDF of it in the show notes. I got this, in fact, from a seminar I attended and I was a pastor at the time. I uh, went to this Chamber of Commerce event that they held. They held these like monthly or every other month. It was a January. I remember that. And it was about balancing work and family, something pretty seemingly innocuous, you know, but I thought was probably good stuff. And it turns out it really was. And what I encountered at this event was that this burnout self-test was given and we had to work it through. And I was absolutely horrified, not just at that moment, but for, I think, a few weeks after (laughs) that I was burnt out. I mean, I, I felt like I had managed myself well during a very hectic and busy time. However, the test said something else. And, you know, I had to grapple with the reality that that I was indeed on the burnout spectrum, as they might say somewhere. So I'm going to talk through these questions. And, you know, if you're walking the dog, don't fret, the PDF will be there. But you'll kind of get a sense of where things set for you, potentially. And you're going to grade each statement, you know, you're going to give yourself points. Not at all. You get one point. Rarely, you get two. Sometimes you get three, and that's kind of the I'm on the fence about this kind of answer, (laughs) the one right in the middle. Four is often, and you get five points for very often. So I'm going to roll through these, and we'll see where this goes. And I do do want to mention that this is adapted from Mind Tools, Essential Skills for an Excellent Career. And my friend at Serendipitous Soul, who did the presentation, adapted it. So that information is at the bottom of the burnout self-test, which thus far I felt like is one of the better ones I've seen. It's 15, 15 not questions, but statements that you can rank yourself where you're at. First one. I feel run down and drained of physical or emotional energy. I feel run down and drained of physical or emotional energy. Are you dragging? And how much are you dragging? I have, this is the second one, I have negative thoughts about my job. You know, <laughs> I just keep thinking about ministry leaders and pastors and 
and the challenges. I have negative thoughts about my job, but it's that this is only one aspect of 15, so don't fret, my ministry friends here. The next one, I am harder and less sympathetic with people than perhaps they deserve. This is like an outward showing of crabbiness, actually, or you just feel like, yeah, you you need to go fix yourself and don't bug me. and, And yeah, are you harder and less sympathetic with people than they actually deserve? Here's another crabby kind of question. I am easily irritated by small problems or by my colleagues. Hmm, I am easily irritated by small problems or by my colleagues. Next question. Do you feel misunderstood or unappreciated by your your coworkers? Do you feel misunderstood or unappreciated? By your coworkers. And that is, again, not at all is one, rarely is two, sometimes is three, often is four points, and very often is five. Here's one that really resonates me. I feel I have no one to talk to. And this, my friends, is a moment where I am going to say, sometimes that is a good rationale for you to have a coach or something because you need someone to talk to. You really do. You need someone that you can bounce your ideas around on so you're not just stuck in your own little crabby corner with your crabby self and your crabby thoughts, but you have someone you can talk to. Next one, I feel that I'm achieving less than I should. I think I did a whole podcast on stop shooting on yourself. Or at least I know I've said it because people have said it to me. So do you feel that you're achieving less than you should? Do you feel an unpleasant level of pressure to succeed? Do you feel an unpleasant level of pressure to succeed? So give yourself some points. Hey, Margie Bryce here, and I have something free for you. If you are unsure of what your mindset is when it comes to self-care, if you know you should do self-care, but you're just not sure how to get that rolling, how to get started, I have a free ebook for you. And it is about radical self-care, and it will get you started thinking about it and has lots of helpful information. Actually, what it is more than anything else is a journal style kind of piece that will help you work through the process of self-evaluation so you get a sense of where you are with self-care. So to get this free ebook, I'm gonna put a link in the show notes. And you can access it from there and it can help you get started on the self-care that you know you should be doing anyway and get you started maybe on taking some definitive action to ensure that you have the sustainability necessary to go the distance with God.
I feel that I'm not getting what I want out of my job. I feel I am not getting what I want out of my job. And I'm resisting the urge to go drone on about each one because there's 15 of them for one thing. But boy, this one certainly, that can have an interesting dimension to it for ministry leaders who anticipate that their job, their task, or their vocation was going to look like X and it looks like Y. That's a challenge for anybody in ministry. I feel that I am in the wrong organization or profession. And again, you're going to want to answer these not aspirationally. You don't want to say, okay, I aspire to this. This is what I know is the good Sunday school answer. This is what I think a good person would answer. This is what I think a good ministry leader would say. Do not do that. You just need to be cold-hearted, honest in the moment where where you're at and just just own it for the moment. Again, the point you're ascribing is one, for not at all, two, for rarely, three, sometimes, four, often, and very often is five. Next one, I am frustrated with parts of my job. I almost want to say that, and who isn't? Everybody has parts that they like and parts that they don't like so much. But are you frustrated? That frustrated, again, you know, there's elements of crabby in that just saying. Next one, I feel that organizational politics or bureaucracy frustrate my ability to do a good job. I feel that organizational politics or bureaucracy frustrate my ability to do a good job. So there's something about the organizational politics and bureaucracy that make you crabby. Crabby because you feel it hampers your ability to do a good job. Next one. I feel there is more work than I practically have the ability to do. I feel that there is more work to do than I practically have the ability to do. And the next one. I feel that I do not have time to do many of the things that are important to doing a good quality job. I feel that I do not have the time to do many of many of the things that are important to doing a good quality job. And the last one, I find that I do not have time to plan as much as I want to. This is the last one. I find that I do not have time to plan as much as I want to. Now, you may not agree with what I'm about to say, but I found that over the years of pastoring that there was a pattern to how congregations use time, a big general pattern. And in Michigan, anyway, it seems like around Mother's Day, things start to mentally shut down and the cottage life becomes a focus and people go up north on weekends, and, you know, the summer hits. And then by the time you get to 
Well, when school starts, you know, in September, you know, school starts, but it takes people a minute to get back into the pattern and the habit of school and the swing of things. So it seems like then there is a greater attentiveness from October until early May. Therefore, I frequently use the time from early May to, you know, the end of August-ish to do a lot of planning. Um, Maybe that's not your pattern, but it it became mine because I thought, I'm not going to be able to fight this, you know? I mean, it is what it is. People are doing what they're doing, and I need to see how I can maximize the use. So, um, and maybe you don't do that, or maybe you do either one. Now, I want to say when you go through these 15 things, no matter what your score turns out to be, you're going to want to look at anything that you gave a five (laughs) as a serious thing that potentially you need to look at, work on, and strategize about how you're going to mitigate it so that you don't become a crabby ministry leader, crabby pastor. So you're just not crabby. So you don't want crabbiness that's just not in the keeping of Christ-likeness exactly, is it now? So you're going to look at the bottom of this burnout self-test. It gives you the ranges, you know, if you've been totaling these all up. See how many you gave yourself a five. That's a very often you, you are in one of these questions, statements. So if you are under 32 points, you have either no or little sign of burnout going on. That's a good thing. If you get to 33 to 49, you're kind of at the risk of burnout. 50 to 59 is a severe risk of burnout. And 60 to 75 is very severe risk of burnout. So I... um. I probably repressed what my score was, but it was enough that it it shook me up for a day or two. Well, no, actually, it was longer than that. I even said this already a couple weeks, really. So identifying what it is that has that is pressing your buttons heavily, you know, these 15 things will help you do that. Certainly, if you feel like you have no one to talk to, reach out, reach out to me, you know, hey, an initial conversation is no cost to you. And I could potentially help guide or steer you in a discussion in a discovery session to get some assistance. But don't leave this unattended, especially if you are in the at risk, the very severe and severe and the at risk, you know, don't don't leave these unattended to. And sometimes you can, you know, okay, now I've got to eat better. I've got to go to the gym. I've got to, but there still might be issues that you need to attend to. So don't leave these unattended or you could become a crabby pastor. This is Margie Bryce signing out for today. Hey, thanks for listening. It is my deep desire and passion to champion issues of sustainability, 
in ministry and for your life. So I'm here to help. I stepped back from pastoral ministry and I feel called to help ministry leaders uh, create and cultivate sustainability in their lives so that they can go the distance with God and whatever plans that God has for you. I would love to help. I would consider it an honor. And in all things, make sure you connect to these sustainability practices, you know, so that you don't become the crabby pastor. <laughs>